Well, welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local world news, and what's trending. So come on over to the show and join me here on Monday night, just after 9 p.m. And let's get this show started. gentlemen welcome to the truckers podcast i'm your host doug from London, ontario canada thank you for joining me so let's start with those thank yous out there to all of our essential workers our frontline workers our doctors our nurses our paramedics our police and our fire departments i thank you for the job that you do day in and day out And also thank you to my guests, my listeners, my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. Well, I hope everybody had a, a good weekend. Um, this is my last day of my vacation. I'm back to work tomorrow. Um, it was a nice break just to get away from work for a little bit um, and uh, celebrate uh, Christmas and the new year. And, you know, in a, um, in a lockdown, here in Ontario, uh, certainly uh, is a different uh, Christmas and New Year. So I'd still like to, uh, you know, just a couple of announcements here. Um, one, um, want to say um, to Diaper Donald Trump Jr., um, stop meddling in our affairs um, here in Canada because you don't know um, the, all the facts about the. Uh, House party in Gatineau, Quebec, uh, where the police had to um, uh, intervene and uh, and then arrest the individual. Um, so, you know, stick with your father, stay, you know, uh, being a loser like your dad, and uh, stay out of our affairs over here in Canada. Your opinion is not accepted here, and it doesn't matter, and I don't want to hear from Edward Donald Trump Jr. Uh, another uh, thing here, um, quite interesting, um, you know, um, Podbean, um, they don't really have a lot of, um, you know, music that they have here on the, on the live stream. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can um, upload music um, as long as it's not copyright. And there is one particular song that, uh, I wanted to use on my show and it was called Up Here in Canada and that was written by a Canadian musician uh, W. Clark. Uh, I was able to 
in contact with W. Clark, uh, this Canadian musician, and I asked if I could use that song as an intro uh, for my podcast. And, um, you know, generally you probably, you know, don't hear anything back, you know, from musicians, but he got right back to me, which was, was really great. And uh, he said in his message, he says, um, although I'd like to allow you to use that song in your podcast, um, he uses it himself in, the, uh, 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 in his podcast here in Canada, up here in Canada podcast. So I thanked him. Um, you know, for, for getting back to me, and I respect his wishes. Um, so that song uh, won't be played here on my podcast, but you can find that song. You can Google um, Up Here in Canada by W. Clark. Uh, it's along with a great uh, video that they put together, and um, you will certainly enjoy it. And um, now, you know, while well, as this uh, as this pandemic um, continues to uh, wreak havoc um, all over the world, um, one one particular thing that really irks me, and that is people who snub their nose to the travel advisories. You're asked not to travel. You know, it's not even necessary to travel for essential reasons. That's why we have social media. That's why in the 21st century, we have many ways of reaching out to people. So people who take vacations and they go to the sun and sand for a holiday, and then they come back here to Canada and they have to self-isolate for 14 days. Now we, we have, you know, government assistance for people who are sick and are, are unable to work because they have contracted COVID-19. That means they'll be out of work for two weeks. Now these people that travel, they come back, they're not sick, and they collect these sick benefits. It's $500 a week for two weeks. So I, I say to myself, why are they collecting this money? When they're not even eligible for it. If you traveled, you took a holiday and you traveled and you come back here and self-isolate for two weeks, that is on your dime. Not the, tax, not the taxpayers. So the government is looking into this and I hope they put a stop to It's only meant for people who had con contracted COVID-19 and are unable to work here in Canada. 
you traveled and you stubbed your nose um, at the travel advisories of not to travel and you came back and you got the symptoms of COVID-19, that's not my problem. You knew the risks. It's not the taxpayer's problem neither. You shouldn't have to pay for your sorry ass because you decide to go travel. The government of Canada has, you know, um, you know, really stepped up in trying to help Canadians. But to all Canadians out there, you snub your nose to this. Don't collect the benefits. Now, with this, also this travel, um, there's an article on here um, you know, people are, are confused um, about this traveling back into Canada and what the requirements are right now. And um, <clears throat> uh, Canada right now is to require negative COVID-19 tests for all people entering Canada. And this is all travelers that are flying to Canada will have to test negative for COVID-19 prior to entering the country starting this week. Now that's going to be Canadians too. Because you, 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 know, you took your dumb ass to a, on a vacation. You're going to have to test negative before you, you know, come back to Canada. And you're still going to stop, have to self-isolate for 14 days. This testing negative doesn't give you a free pass. The new rule, which goes into effect on January the 7th, will require all passengers ages 5 and older to show a negative PCR COVID test before boarding a flight to Canada. The test must be taken within 72 hours of the flight departure. The testing, however, does not exempt individuals from the country's mandatory 14-day quarantine. Those who violate the quarantine are subject to a potential jail time or $750 in fines, whether you're Canadian or not. The COVID-19 situation continues to show its unpredictable and rapidly changing nature. We therefore need to implement additional quick and effective actions to protect the health and safety of all Canadians. We strongly advise against non-essential travel outside of Canada as the likelihood of sudden restrictions in additional requirements during the pandemic may result in travelers facing difficult and stressful circumstances while abroad. We all need to do our part so we can get through this challenging time together. The country's Minister of Transportation said the new testing requirements will provide another layer of protection for Canadians as we continue to access public health risks 
and work to limit the spread of COVID-19 in Canada. We're hoping when this lockdown is over here in Ontario, that we don't go into another lockdown. But so far with the numbers that we're seeing, you know, going into the second week of this lockdown, I don't see it happening. I can see an extension of this lockdown. It's gonna just be more frustrating than it already has been through, you know, 10 months of this pandemic. The requirements comes just week, weeks after Canada banned travel from the United Kingdom following the emergence of a new and potentially more contagious strain of the, of the coronavirus. There, it also follows the extension of the land border closure between the United States and Canada, which remains shut at least till January 21st, which it will be extended again. Every 33 seconds in the United States, somebody dies. COVID in the United States. Every six minutes, someone contracts COVID-19 in the United States. And then you have diaper Don Trump, the president of the United States, just basically slapping all Americans in the face by saying that the 350,000 deaths due to COVID is fake news. This man is re relentless, he's heartless. You know, Donald, Donald Diaper Trump is, is just a piece of shit. I don't care what people think, what I said, I really don't. You know, he's the biggest loser. You know? <clears throat> so, you know, we wanna keep Canadians safe. And we're going to add, keep adding restrictions. The province of Ontario, or both the capital of Ottawa and the country's largest city, Toronto, are located, enters a province-wide lockdown on December the 26th, with Ontario Premier blaming travelers for an uptick in cases there. And it's not just, it's not just that. It's people not listening. It's people gathering, gathering in large groups. People breaking the rules, these party goers, these pastors holding these big church, church, you're not supposed to have people in your church. It's these anti-marches, people not social distancing, people not wearing masks. We have another outbreak in a retirement home in the city of London, caused by people gathering outside in a group of over 20 people, and it's not permitted. And now they have an outbreak in that retirement home. So people breaking the rules, not following the rules, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. I'm getting sick and tired of it. You know, we're gonna remain in this lockdown for as long as it takes. And if you don't like it, and you're the ones breaking the rules, don't flip and welcome uh, complain about it. 
because I don't want to hear your whining and crying because we have to remain in a lockdown and you're the rule breaker. I'm going to complain about it. I'm going to complain to, uh, to, to the people that break these rules. That's potentially going to keep us down in, in a lockdown beyond the 28 days what we're facing already. You know, in, in about this, this, this traveling too, like I said, you snub your nose at the advisories and you think it's okay to go to a tropical island and come back, self-isolate for 14 days and collect state benefits. Yeah, I don't think so. The government needs to put a stop to that. It's only for people who have contracted the COVID-19 here in Canada. It's not for your benefit. We already had uh, people in government um, who had traveled over the holidays. And, uh, you know, they're really getting a lot of slack from it. You know, people who work in government. Our finance minister here in Ontario uh, resigned after he came back from his little trip over the holidays. He was either resigned or be fired. Now, what else is going on in this flipping crazy world of ours is just unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Oh, and of course you got, uh, hey, how you doing? Um, English, welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope your week is starting out good. Um, this is the last day of my my time off over the Christmas break. I'm back to work tomorrow. So it's just out here uh, going over um, uh, the uh, travel restrictions um, that uh, Canada has added um to their arsenal and that um anybody who who thinks about coming here and whether it's canadians abroad coming back to canada um that canada is you're gonna require um a negative COVID 19 test for all people entering Canada. So that means you have to test negative 72 hours prior to getting on your flight back to Canada. And when you enter Canada, you have to have that documentation either electronically or in your hand that you tested negative. And you still have to self-isolate for 14 days. 
So is that favorable for people who think they're going to come to Canada and Canadians coming back? And then before you came on my show, I was talking about um, we have uh, an EI sick benefit uh, that uh, Canadians can all apply for if, if you become ill with COVID-19. That you will be able to apply for the $500 a week sick benefit. Now, the problem with this is, and a lot of people have brought this up, is that Canadians who snub their nose at the uh, travel advisories, you know, basically, they don't need to travel anywhere, right? So they snub their nose at it, they go down, get some, get a suntan, come back from their holiday, and they got quarantined for 14 days and they collect the EI sick benefit and they're not even sick. So a lot of people are in an uproar and including myself, that why are you collecting this benefit? It's just because you got to self isolate for 14 days after you return to Canada. It's not meant for that. It's meant for people who have contracted COVID-19 here in Canada that you can apply for the sick benefit if you don't have any other work benefits that you can apply for. Not for travelers, it's not, it's not uh, for your pocket, right? If you can snub your nose at the travel advisories, come back here, you don't need to collect this benefit. You know, you obviously make enough money that you can afford to go on on an expensive trip. So you can pay out of your own pocket for your own 14 days. Not my problem. Taxpayers shouldn't have to cover your sorry ass because you're ignorant and you snub your nose at the travel advisories. So the Canadian government is looking into this. And I hope they just slam that loophole shut. It's for people who are sick, not because you came back from from a a, a, a healthy uh, vacation and thinking that you can apply for these benefits. So I hope they get on this right away, and I hope they it is closed this loophole. And by the way, you should have to pay it back. You're not eligible for it. So you. So this, this, you know, if this doesn't, um, you know, really send a clear message to people, you know, about traveling, you know, uh, because you never know, you know, wherever you go, you never know um, that other travel advisories may come into effect. And then you find yourself stranded because you can't get back. And whose damn fault is that? You can't blame, if you're Canadian, can't blame the Canadian government for not trying to get you back. You're asked not to travel to begin with. Nobody needs to travel for, for work-related anything. Here we are in the 21st century, there is so much media that can be used for business meetings. 
without having to step a foot on an airplane to go somewhere. The border between Canada and the United States, the land border between Canada and the United States is closed. So you can't drive back and forth across. So there's no restrictions of flying into the United States, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, you know, if you do travel and you find yourself stranded, you know, because of other restrictions, well, tough, too bad. You know, you know, I can give you uh, a, a little, uh, a little cheese to go with that wine. You know, I don't want to hear it. I really don't. You know, then we have these, you know, uh, you know, the party goers. And, and breaking the rules of, of gatherings, you know, and um, this, it was, you know, only people in the same household and nobody else. You know, and people still not getting that message. And this, inc this incident in, in Gatineau, Quebec, here in Canada, where a party was broken up by police. And, um, and like I said earlier, you know, you wanna make a comment on it, uh, make sure you get the facts first. And, um, you know, all the facts that took place, what led up to, to, find, to the final arrest of this individual, you know, by the police. You know, we got, uh, diaper Donald Trump Jr. weighing in on this. I, I, you know, I said earlier in my podcast, he just needs to mind his own business. You know, don't meddle in our affairs. I don't want to hear from diaper Donald Trump Jr. And certainly don't want to hear from diaper Donald Trump Sr. You know? So get the facts first before you want to say something about it. Get all the facts, not just what you see. And that, so um, look at, you know, our rules here in, in Canada are just going to get tougher on travelers. You know, the federal government here in Canada, Canada can go as far as grounding all planes if necessary, if people don't want to get the message. You know, we have people here from from, you know, even from Ontario and, and Quebec, who's traveled down to the sunshine state of Florida. Now, how they were able to do this is another little loophole that needs to be closed by the government, is that, you know, goods can only go across the land borders by truck. No passenger cars can cross. So what these travelers did, they got a hold of these trucking companies to haul their RVs over the border by truck and then taking a private plane across, jumping in their RVs and driving down to Florida. Now, who would want to do that? You know, the cases in Florida are quadruple or more than what they are here, just in the state of Florida. 
So you're gonna so you're gonna jump from you're gonna jump from the uh, the fire into the flame. You know, that's really smart thinking. You know, and these restrictions, you know, uh, flying because they'll have to have their their RVs hauled back over by truck in the springtime. And they'll have to self-quarantine for 14 days once they fly back across. They won't be able to go anywhere for 14 days. You know, because, you know, think about it. I mean, the springtime really isn't that far away. And what makes people think that, you know, things are gonna be much better. Yeah, we have uh, the vaccines, but how long do you think it's gonna take to get people vaccinated? Our Prime Minister of Canada is saying that ma the majority of Canadians will be vaccinated by next September. Now, if we have any leg in, in the in the uh, distribution of this vaccine, it'll be longer than September. Maybe some restrictions will be lifted. The land border is not going to be lifted. So that self quarantine for fourteen days will will be uh, remaining in effect regardless. Social distancing, mask wearing, all those rules are gonna stay around. You know, until we get the all clear. You know, then we can all run around like a bunch of hooligans, again, like we once did. You know, in the United States, they're they're talking about giving um, half shots uh, of this of this uh, vaccine. You know, to, to for what to to get more to get more needles in the arm. You know, um, it's got to be a whole shot and then another whole shot. You know what they do in the United States? That's your business. But you know, and then they were talking about. You know, we run went short on one vaccine. Can we mix it with the other vaccine? And there's not enough tests or, or anything about that to even attempt to even try it. You know, if you get the first shot of the visor vaccine, then your second shot will be uh, of the visor vaccine. We're not looking here in Canada to change that. And we're not looking here in Canada to start giving out half doses. It's going to be two doses per person. And as we're, you know, here in a lockdown here in Ontario, Canada, until the 23rd of January, it's going to depend on our numbers. And like I said earlier, numbers don't look good. 
as of right now. And if we stay on the course that we're on, the Ontario government will extend that 28-day lockdown. The city of Toronto is already now, you know, they, you know, they started before us on a 28-day lockdown just in the city of Toronto. And only to have that extended and with the rest of Ontario. So as long as people out there keep misbehaving, keep gathering large groups, having these anti-marches, you know, and with this new variant of this coronavirus that spreads 70% faster, you know, are, are they gonna, are these people gonna get upset because, you know, our, our um, Lockdown got extended. You know, these rule breakers, are they going to be upset about it? They don't have any right to be upset about it. People like myself and others out there who are making all the sacrifices they possibly can. No, we're the ones going to bitch and complain. We're the ones who have the right to bitch and complain. If we get extended for another 28 days. Look, we saw that over the springtime last year. You know, 30-day lockdown, and another 30-day lockdown, and another 30-day lockdown, four and a half months. People have grown tired. People have grown, <clears throat> grown uh, anxious. It, it's, a, it's affecting them mentally, financially. You know, it's really weighing in on people. It really is. And I said from time to time on my podcast, on my on my podcast, is that we're all in this together. So we all have to work together to get out of this. You know, again, on, on Sunday yesterday, this, this pastor in Elmer, Ontario, a 40-minute drive from where I live, is holding these big church services is, 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 is that is against the Reopening Act of Ontario. He's already up on charges of this already. His son is up on charges of this, and his son is up on charges for assault. He assaulted an 80-year-old man. So they're, they're, they're already in a lot of hot water as it is. People in the town of Elmer are just getting fed up with them. You know, I was reading a little article here a woman that lives there, she says, it's just given our, our town a bad name. You know, it's a small community. You know, good people uh, live there, work there. Mennonites. But yet, you have the rule breakers like you do anywhere else, whether you live 
in, in a big city or you live in a small town. You know, and I've said before, you know, start being part of the solution and not part of the problem. You know, it's like, it's like if you don't vote, then you don't have the right to bitch and complain. If you're not going to follow the rules and we continue in a lockdown, then you don't have the right to bitch and, and complain about it. And if you're going to boo-hoo to the government, you know, too bad. You know, I don't want to hear it. And, and neither do, do all, all, the, all the other great people out there who are making all these sacrifices. You know, like I said, we're all tired. We're all weary. So it's it's weighing heavily on all of us, all over the world. You know, I was watching the news news today that you know every thirty seconds in the United States someone dies of COVID. Every six minutes in the United States someone contracts COVID nineteen in the United States. Over 350,000 people in the United States have died from COVID-19. And Donald Trump just slaps everybody in the face and says, fake news. He said that over the weekend. How do you think those families feel about that? Who lost their loved ones? You know? When, when, when is the American people finally just going to stick their middle finger up to this man? You know, Diaper Don, the mob boss, the, the, the president mob boss, Diaper Don. You know, and then I, I felt sorry for this. I felt sorry for this lady. You know, she was being interviewed and, um, she she spent all kinds of money on a hotel room um, for the inauguration of Donald Trump on January the 20th. And I'm thinking to myself, she's not going to the right inauguration party. You know, because Donald Trump isn't going to be sworn in as president of the United States on January the 20th. This election in Georgia is a runoff election for two seats. We decide the House and the Senate. And that's it. If the Republicans hold on, they have control of the Senate. If they don't hold on and lose the both seats, and Kamala Harris has the tie-breaking vote for the Democrats. So I don't know what inauguration party that she's going to, but someone needs to tell her that she's not going to a Donald Trump inauguration. I hope she gets her money back. She's going to need it. 
you know, it's absolutely ridiculous. So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for joining me this evening here on the Truckers Podcast. So let's get those thank yous out to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our paramedics, our police, our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. thank you to my guests, my listeners, and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. So I am, I am uh, back to work um, tomorrow. So my next um, podcast will be Saturday morning, 9 a.m. And of course, in the evening at, at, at 9 p.m. And that'll roll through the whole the, the weekend that way. I'm coming up. And of course, my Monday morning show, Coffee With You. And that, uh, oh, um, another big announcement here. Um, I don't know whether you follow hockey or not. But uh, up here in Canada, uh, we have the World Juniors going on. And uh, Canada uh, beat Russia 5 nothing tonight. So we play for a gold medal tomorrow. And that will be decided between the United States and Finland, um, who will face us for the gold medal. So I'm excited about that. And then, of course, the NHL getting fired up and um, hopefully get going on uh, January the 13th if you're a hockey fan. Uh, looking forward to that as well um, for the hockey season to begin. And, of course, um, rooting for Team Canada uh, tomorrow evening um, to win the gold medal. That'll be back-to-back wins for Team Canada and the World Juniors. And uh, hopefully... Uh, whoever we face off against, um, whether it's Finland or whether it's the United States, um, it's certainly going to make for a great hockey game. So until um, next Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. This is the Trekkers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a safe week, everybody. Take care, and thank you.